0: Good evening. You're listening to the Vacuous Podcast, and this is Suck My Tober. Enjoy.
1: Hey, welcome back to the Bacchus Podcast, where we talk about Bacchus things, random stuff, and everything in between. My name's
0: Sam. I'm Kathy.
2: I'm Daniel. I'm Blaze. And I'm Ian.
0: Hey. Hi, Ian. Welcome, welcome back. <coughs> Conspiracies. Part. part-, part- two 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 two
1: so excited 22
0: imagine oh <laughs> we could probably turn this one into a 22 part oh series, definitely though, if yeah. you really
2: wanted to get crazy i mean i think there's like full podcasts dedicated to what we're covering today like just i would that. believe that
3: for sure there's entire tv shows that's true
2: yeah that is very factual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do believe yeah, that's correct. Right. Right. Oh, Ian,
0: fill us in. How was your week? We already discussed ours, but how was yours?
4: It um, was okay. I don't know. I think work's got me a little bit anxious, just a lot of the uh, unknowns, and I think uh, we're definitely at a point where it's just going to get busier and busier and busier every single week. So whatever yeah. last week was was the easiest week that we have for the rest of the year. And I don't know. I think it's going to be a rough... Uh, rough rest of the year but otherwise than that i'm all good i got a week off like the week before so i just gotta uh bottle that up and and carry on
2: <laughs> what a downer.
0: i thankfully have the last week of october off oh, before okay. the rest of the madness so a rough... yeah well i got stuck with uh two really shitty closing weekends back to back and i made my hr feel bad and i was like so i I get Halloween weekend off, right? And he was like, oh, I think it, we can swing that. And then I just went ahead and requested, like, the full week off. And he approved it. So I was like, mm, you know what? I'm not mad. <laughs> nice. You guys doing
4: anything special for Halloween? You having a party?
0: Yeah, a little uh, kickback. Yeah. You might say.
2: The people here and the roommates.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty
2: much. Not bad.
0: It's going to be lit, though. Lit. Jello shots will be made. Yes. Absinthe will be in them. I feel yeah.
3: like all we would need is just the Jello shots, and we don't need any more alcohol.
0: Yeah, oh, we're gonna do so much more though, so it's fine.
3: Yeah,
4: we need something to sit between the Jello shots.
0: Exactly, <laughs> just need a
2: chaser for the, for the Jello shots. <laughs> <card. laughs> water. <laughs> water, water, <laughs> I'm getting nervous already <laughs> for the Jello shots. I'm
1: excited.
3: I'm super excited. The fact that there's absinthe and ever clearing them is what fucks me up.
0: Uh, he's never made them with Everclear, so
3: he made the last ones with Everclear.
0: No, That's what he, he said was that me. he did, but he didn't.
3: He's such a liar. Was it he just potty? I'm pretty
0: sure it was Tito's vodka. <laughs> was all that he
3: made it with. Yeah, there was only like what four flavors, and he was claiming there was like five to six different alcohols in them.
0: Well, no, so we made um vodka, tequila, absinthe, and something else, I don't remember. Um, but then. We still had tons of things left, so we made some with vodka and tequila together in oh. one. We made some with uh, absinthe <laughs> and um, vodka, and some, and then there was the death shot, which is the little bit of leftover of all the jellos, which had all of the flavors in it, and it was love that. Yeah, this
4: is why I have trust issues.
2: Is, I was there, and I don't remember any of this. Is
4: absinthe not the most disappointing liquor you've ever had before? Like the first time you tried it, like weren't you expecting like an out of this world?
0: Yeah, it's I thought fun. I was gonna see my future.
4: <laughs> you, you kind of realize you're drinking Jaegermeister or something. Yeah, like. I was
0: like, "This is worse than Jaeger though. It doesn't even taste as good." I love it because it's the floral taste,
3: and I what love the fuck, dude. I the <laughs> floral tasting things.
0: Yeah, and the you, floral taste. You're I a wanted to get motherfucker. Fuck
2: <laughs> well, I mean, like, just I make like some tea coffee and shit.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yeah, Moulin Rouge uh, made, made me really think that Ascent was going to be something else than what
4: yeah, Manson made me think. I thought that. I was going to get a Kylie Minogue fairy turn into Ozzy Osbourne. And, yeah, you know, and I think I was standing in the parking lot of a bowling alley and then just drove home after it. And you're like
2: well, <laughs> I'm done. I'm going home.
1: You know, I'm convinced that you guys just made regular Jello.
2: There's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no alcohol. It's all gazebo
4: so Jello shots. <laughs> <'Cause you know. laughs> yeah
2: anyway that's what we're doing again this year so good get get lit all right so we have a lot to cover this week or this episode yes yes sir sir. so uh take it away ian you want to go first
4: yeah so mine might actually be a little bit more of a history lesson than a conspiracy but i'll throw a little bit of a conspiracy twist in there um but i think one of the uh the interesting things to know about this is this is something like for the most part like has been maybe like 80 to 85 percent verified actually happened um mm-hmm. and some of the shocking natures of it um and then if i would i would preface it as well that if we have any uh, crown fans out there or if, if any of you have watched the crown i don't know if you do or not um you know it's covered pretty well in one of the episodes in that so so basically the conspiracy is around like did a former english king conspire with so kind of moving on so it's it started right at the tail end of world war ii with the discovery of what are referred to as the marburg files uh, and they're called the marburg files because they were found near the location of marburg castle in germany um and these files, to give you a little bit of background on them, were hidden originally by a gentleman by the, well, gentleman's probably the wrong word, but by somebody somebody <laughs> named uh, Carl von Loesch, who was the assistant to Paul Otto Schmidt, um, who was the directly the translator to Adolf oh. Hitler. So basically <laughs> Adolf Hitler translators uh, EA if you would. Did Octo um, happen to be a doctor? No. <laughs> oh, Dr. Otto is what you were searching yeah, for. Doc, doc Octo shit. No. Octishet. <laughs>
2: oh, <damn. laughs>
4: no, that's not what happened Daniel. Damn.
1: Can we talk about how boring their first names are in comparison
4: to their <laughs> well, last names? All. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carl. Talk Paul. about it. So anyways, <laughs> let, let me tell you what Carl, Paul, and Adolf were up to. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Paul instructs Carl to destroy a lot of uh, evidence before their eventual capture, uh, which he does. But he does decide to save uh, a few select documents that I guess he anticipated he might be able to use for his benefit. Um, when it comes to negotiating to either uh, to avoid the noose and to try to negotiate his freedom is actually what he ended up doing. Uh, so these files, once they became known to American and British intelligence, were were um, believed to be so damning by both Winston Churchill and the current King of England, King George VI, That they decided that they wanted to keep them completely secret from public knowledge because it could bring into question, um, you know, (laughs) like the necessity or even uh, anything when it comes in regards to the British monarchy. So one of the things, one of the things that uh, is discussed, and this is something like an operation that was actually um dreamed up but it did ultimately fail was something called operation willy which was basically to persuade the former king of england king edward the eighth to join the nazis uh you know you might kind of wonder why would a former king of like why was there a former king and also why would he potentially want to join the nazis well king edward the eighth had a very short reign as king it spanned the entire year of 1936. He um, took the throne in January, and then he abdicated it in December. And basically, like, the whole reason why he ended up leaving is that he was in a relationship with a um, an American socialite, Wallace Sampson. Uh, she was twice divorced as King of England. He was head of the Church of England. Scandalous. And the Church Church of England basically says that he like d- does looks down upon or forbids divorce so as she was twice divorced that he could not marry her. Um I think in a power play move to say like hey you kind of need to end this relationship because we're not going to allow you to marry her. And he got maybe the last laugh and saying never mind, don't want to be king anymore, going to abdicate it to be with the woman that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but he held on to the idea like the um the whole concept of the royal family uh, disrespecting his woman was a big sore point for him um for the majority isn't that like prince
1: harry or whatever prince whatever now with Meghan markle
4: it does well no like it does show you how far they've come in like a short amount of time because he was freely able to marry her now, even though like he's quite far down in the succession line now that like William and Kate have so many kids. Um, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Megan. Like I you'll get at the end of this, I'm not a big fan of the royal family, but I don't know. Meghan Markle might be the uh, worst of them shady. all just
2: because did of she- um did the mm. king and the socialite end up staying together or did she end up thrice divorced? Yeah. Yeah, they ended up they
4: married, um, and then they were together up until King Edward's death. So king. He very much stayed. Well, <laughs> okay, let's, let's hold on. Love does win. You're right. Okay. <laughs> so so moving forward to one of the main keys of the Marburg files was the discovery of a Nazi plot called Operation Willie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Operation <and> Willy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was to persuade the king to join the Nazis. Uh, so the first step in this was actually to convince King Edward that there was an assassination plot against him from both Winston Churchill and the current king of England, his younger brother, um, when he was to report to his post as governor of the Bahamas. Now, the reality is, is that they had sent him to be the governor of Bahamas because they were aware of his Nazi um leanings, basically. They were really concerned that he was going to be part of all this in in some way or another, that he was sympathetic to the Nazi cause. Um, So one of the other part of the Nazi plan was that they were going to either stage or enact an actual kidnapping of the king, of the former king, and bring him to german land and they were going to use him as a negotiation piece basically like a hostage thing like hey we will sue for peace and you can get your former king back because it would probably look pretty bad to the english people if and i know the nazis did like some taliban type thing chopped off his head (laughs) or something like that uh was the ultimate it was the ultimate um like plot in all of this um Ultimately, it ended up failing that they, uh, the, the former king and his, and Wallace, they, they did, they were staged in France after the abdication. They ended up fleeing to Spain when the French, or when France was invaded, and then ultimately relocated to Portugal to get further away. And it was from Portugal where they eventually then further fled to the Bahamas to take up the post that they'd spent for the rest of the war. Now, the one last kind of interesting part about um, that is like the Nazis went as far to almost like calling it or I don't even know how they necessarily did it. But there was a bomb threat on the ship that actually took both the former king and Mm -hmm. Wallace to the Bahamas to try to keep him in Portugal because they were that (laughs) obsessed. Every
1: time you say Portugal, (laughs) I think you're going to (laughs) say (laughs) Portland.
4: It would be as appropriate for them as well. So to kind of like dive into a little bit about why, why was the king like susceptible to all of this? And a lot of it ties to Wallace as well. So Wallace was something of a I don't know how you say loose woman. Um Ooh. She, She's <laughs> promiscuous. She's
0: independent.
4: Oh, she's independent. a strong woman. A yeah. strong independent
0: uh, woman, Ian. Damn.
4: Strong independent woman that slept with Nazis, apparently. Never oh. mind. Uh, <laughs> <A slot. laughs> I'll keep throwing the curveballs uh, so At the time that she was involved with the king before he was king. Uh, there were rumors that she was also involved with the German ambassador um, to England, Joseph von Rippentrop. Hmm. Uh, what So, a like, name. she was having an affair with – so, again, boring name, Joseph. <laughs> yeah. <the> last name. <laughs> so anyways, Joe and her apparently were having an affair, and it was re- very much feared that while happy. she was sleeping with him, she was also sleeping with the king – and that the king could be telling her state secrets and then therefore telling it to the German ambassador and then getting it back to Germany, to the point where actually British intelligence stopped telling the king, of all people, um, some information that he would be privy to just because they didn't want it to end up getting back in German hands. And when they stopped did
0: the information stop getting into German hands?
4: Not necessarily, because the king still had, well probably at that point, but the king still had um, power in certain areas. Um, so von Rittentrop, Joe, he was actually the person that was talking a lot to the king and Wallace while they were in Portugal before they led to the Bahamas. So he was successful for a few months in actually delaying their eventual transfer to the Bahamas, but ultimately was not able to talk them into the ultimate plot. Uh, so that's where the failure of the Marburg Files, how kind of history kind of plays out is there in the Bahamas and then the allied forces eventually win the war. Um, however, there are other indications that the former King Edward did help the Nazis and gave them some other information that resulted in some pretty significant events during the war. Uh, so There was one of the posts that he held even after he abdicated as king was as a sergeant general or a major general or some very high rank where he would have been privy to some very high up information. And it is believed that he gave, he potentially, this is where some of the conspiracy comes in, that he might've given information to the Germans about the weakness of the French lines, which led to the, German invasion into France, which led to their surrender and all that, uh, which also led to a lot of British troops' death as they were all stationed over there. A lot of them were killed in Calais, and then the rest <clears> escaped <throat> in Gallipoli, or not Gallipoli, in Dunkirk. Um, like the and movie? then the other part With of Harry it- Styles? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, uh, Dunkirk? Yeah. yeah.
2: They wait, yeah, in there? yeah. So, yeah wait, they have the whole what? one direction cast <laughs> in there <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so the uh
4: the final part of it is that let me get the quote i wrote it down somewhere so he was quoted and this is an actual quote from him that he was talking to a member of um the german or an ambassador to germany And he did tell him if one bombed England effectively, this could bring peace. So the result of potentially, so the tie-in there is that when Germany completed the invasion of France, they then started bombing England in a very strategic way, destroying airfields, destroying transport lines and the trains and all that other stuff. And it was really- That's how Narnia started. That's
3: how the beginning of Narnia started. They were bombing the orphanages.
4: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, then
2: <laughs>
4: so I'm they not moved wrong, on to. That. Wrong. <laughs> I'm
0: not saying anything.
4: So the Germans changed their approach, though, to not bombing these strategic areas, but to actually bombing the cities of England and aiming for their civilians. So from September 1940 to 41, uh, they bombed pretty relentlessly, especially London, but other cities, especially on like the East Coast. So like York was included in there. And the ultimate effect is that 43,000 British lives, civilian lives were lost during these bombing raids. Which, like, when you kind of consider, like, if it was the king of England or a former king of England that gave them that information um, and told them to bomb their own, his own country um, in an effort to just kind of, like, end the war is, like, really a shocking thing. And to me, like, somebody who is, like, definitely very anti-royal... is one of like the main points that is is something that you would really not right. think that they're decent people, and then you can continue to look at everything else that has happened with them, all the inbreeding, and like they don't actually <laughs> do anything for society, and they're just tabloid <laughs> headlines. So I have and a, all a that quick question. Stuff.
2: Like, yeah, um, that uh, he,
4: quote that you read yeah. about
2: like bombing England and or what was it England in certain places would bring
4: peace? That is like a factual it's- quote <laughs> like that okay that is an actual quote yeah kind of giving them like the intel um that he believed that the the english would cave if once he started bombing the actual like cities of it now luckily like now in a war he was a strategic genius because what actually ended up happening is when they started to concentrate their firepower on the civilians That actually is what allowed the English forces to build up their airfields again, their supply lines, they built them in record time, um, and really is the thing that led to, like one of the was the biggest basis to success in Europe is that they were able to then properly defend their country and then led to the eventual arrival of our cousins from the new world uh, to help us conquer them and all that uh but i think ultimately the idea of all people that a king a former king could help one of the most evil uh organizations and in in modern history if not all of history is uh you know something that we should we should probably consider and then especially every time there's some royal wedding or royal baby that we all kind of uh fawn over (laughs) whatever it's like (laughs)
0: i'll be honest Wow. <laughs> yes, that is. I don't know yeah, that I that. Uh, yeah. So less of a conspiracy and all of that was facts and happened.
4: Well, so the, I guess the conspiracy would be like how involved? Because like there are um it's like was that relationship with the German ambassador was that something? They they did have a visit with Adolf Hitler at his like little palace in the Alps. There's photographs of that where you can see <sighs> even the king Yikes. giving Yikes. the Nazi salute, um, which like ultimately like I yeah. feel nowadays he's responsible for that. Um, you know, and, and so there's there's lo- like pretty solid connections. There's maybe a certain per- like point where you know maybe maybe it didn't Staying happen, very up said, to date on the lingo, I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> i feel like the whole royal family is just kind of fucked up because like with conspiracies at least well, oh yeah. so
3: queen elizabeth is like fucking immortal at this point yeah her and betty
2: white isn't there's a conspiracy <laughs> about um the royal family and some like cloning facilities and shit oh, too mm-hmm. why would you clone somebody and let them remain that old I don't know. Um, Make them younger.
0: Come on now. Because no one would believe that and that would blow their cover. But I think
2: it's more (laughs) so cloning for um, like the whole idea of using like a quote unquote like young virgin's blood, whatever, to stay alive, stay mortal,
4: whatever. It's all that bullshit. Mm. It's a really wild conspiracy. not cloning. Kind of. But But there is cloning Is it a – what's that movie? It's got – Kira Knight, it's a book as well. Kira Knightley and uh, James Gandalf for their cloning versions of themselves and they're just harvesting the organs essentially of the uh, the younger versions of themselves.
0: That sounds like a fever dream you had once I've never seen <laughs> or heard of that
2: movie. What's the oh, maybe that's what you saw when you um, drake absinthe. Wait, what's and that... then you were like, I didn't see anything, I just went and watched a movie. <laughs> uh, what's the TV show Carbon? Altered Carbon. Um, Altered Carbon. It's the same
3: premise. Yeah, kind of. Yep. That's a great show. Amazing show.
0: Never finished it. I think I watched like
3: two
2: episodes. It's really slow in the beginning.
0: Yeah, I think I made it two episodes and I said, nah, not for me.
2: I recommend it highly. They canceled it though, so. Did they? Yeah. I thought they were coming over season two. Season two's already out. Yo, what the fuck? But after season two came out, they're like, oh, no more season. That's when Netflix was, like, canceling
4: a bunch of shows.
1: Oh, Ian, are you talking about the Pirates of the Caribbean?
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's it, yes. No, it's it's Never Let Me Go. It's a good film. You should check it out. I kind of spoiled it, but you should check it out. (laughs) Space Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) Oh. Oh.
0: (laughs) Jason X.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, there's also the thing with the royal family and like Princess Diana and all that oh, kind of stuff.
2: yeah. Also, that oh, is yeah. another I forgot guy. about that. I wish oh, done that. That's a great
0: one. I forget that she existed. Ugh. I be
2: the disrespect.
0: I know. I'm an asshole. That's a looking.
1: That was a very good, good night, one. Huh? I uh,
3: am...
2: You good?
1: Not surprised. Just still disappointed. You right?
2: Yeah. The carbonation it? burning your yeah. eyes, yeah. You, you deserved it, yeah. Yeah,
3: <laughs> the only reason I can, I'm gonna be honest, the only reason I can remember Princess Diana is because that one line in a childish Gambino song, do my name re- like Princess Di.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the only time she comes yes. up in my life.
3: Princess and I'm like, <gasps> that's the joke. You got the joke. Wait, say it yeah. one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wait, the, what's the joke? The line is, "Do my name like princess die?"
4: I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's it like being fifty? <laughs> Your bones ache like, or super... it's not good, guys. Like yeah, I don't know. You should kill yourselves at thirty-two.
2: <laughs> it's honestly not
0: fucking worth it. <laughs>
4: Okay, it. I'm it. aching now so I'm like I'm for real thinking about it My favorite <laughs> Princess Diana joke was that her name stands for died in a nasty accident Oh, Am I going to get cancelled oh. now? Hey cut this Maybe. from the episode Maybe? Did I delete no. my Twitter? <laughs>
3: <laughs> we
0: They're come for Should because we just you. We we'll won't plug your Twitter so no one's going to come for you
3: Should we start fighting the That's British? That's the best protection I'm podcast.
0: You're gonna have to fight yeah. Ian. <laughs> mm. Ian is the British.
3: He's fifty, so it'll be fine.
0: His, <laughs> His bones ache brittle. <laughs> I
3: probably <laughs> wouldn't. Snap him like twigs.
2: <laughs> I hollow bones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he needs some milk.
2: Oh. Alright, Blaze. What do you got? Alright. I titled this. Jay's already asleep. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's a long one. Yeah, I hope y'all are strapped in. Um, not only do I have my uh, research pulled up, but I also have one, two, three, four, five, six,
0: seven, eight, nine, ten tabs. Together. I'm going to go ahead and just take Ian's advice and just kill myself. <laughs> go for it. I just, You'll be 50 me. by the time. Okay. You'll be
3: 33 30 by the time this is over. Hey. Hey. So the title wait, wait, wait was-
0: <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: go ahead. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the title of my uh, <laughs> document is
2: JFK. That's been my favorite bit. This the entire time we've done this podcast, that's been my favorite bit. Just <laughs> no,
0: <you're> really <laughs> sits <sitting> there.
1: <laughs> okay, go ahead, please. I guess.
3: JFK, Lee Harvey Oswald, Jack Ruby, and the mob. Mm. Oh. So as we all know. At 12.30 p.m. on November 22nd, 1963, JFK was shot in
2: Dallas's Dealey Plaza. I will tell you I did not Shut know the taco.
0: <laughs> we did not all know those facts.
2: <laughs> there
3: are some various conspiracy the- theories going around on what happened that day. Um, I'm going to go ahead and list some that we're not going to talk about, and I'll quickly summarize them and debunk <clears throat> them at the same time. The Grassy Knoll. In nineteen sixty-four, the Warren Commission concluded that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone and Jack Ruby also acted alone when he killed Oswald two days later. For those who don't know, Lee Harvey Oswald is the presumed killer of JFK. And alleged. Alleged, cool. Yeah, I've seen
0: Umbrella Academy. Oh. No. That's what I'm saying. We'll get to umbrellas here in a second. <laughs>
4: That's a month and
0: yeah the monkey just shot one monkey
4: yeah <laughs> uh, Jonestown monkey spider monkey oh, the
2: spider
0: oh monkey. yeah. monkey uh, it's all connected
4: well
2: also uh, there was also a monkey that they had on the compound at all times I forget his did name did that one did they kill but he was named what was it did that take the uh, flavor aid no they, oh. sh- they shot the monkey
4: oh, <laughs> it's a monkey <laughs>
2: I don't Just let it go. I don't think they could force it to take Flavor <laughs> w- weren't, they, <laughs> hold on, weren't they already in South America? Yeah, they were in a jungle. I don't know why they killed him, but he died. Didn't <laughs> he, he knew did too, too much?
4: much. <laughs> yeah, he didn't drink the Flavor correct? Like he was shot in the head, right? Yes. Yeah. Whew. As was JFK. Same way. Cool.
3: Wow.
0: See, it's all connected.
3: <laughs> they also concluded that Jack Ruby acted alone when he killed. Oswald, two days later. But some people still believe in the grassy knoll. The House of Representatives may be partially to blame for enduring this conspiracy, as in 1976, the Select Committee on Assassinations, which reinvestigated JFK's killing, as well as Martin Luther King Jr.'s killing, concluded there was probably a second shooter on the grassy knoll. In 1982, however, Another committee examined the evidence, and the committee, titled the National Academy of Sciences Committee on Ballistic Acoustics, found that reliable acoustic data does not support a conclusion that there was a second gunman.
0: It just didn't sound like it to me, mm. honestly, so your theory is invalid. Yeah, that was a great presentation, Blaze.
1: Moving on.
3: Another one is the Umbrella Man. The umbrella mat, <laughs> <laughs> The umbrella, umbrella monkey. The, it's a monkey.
1: <laughs>
3: the umbrella monkey has always been a curious case for conspirators. Why would someone carry an umbrella on a sunny day? Did he fire a poison bullet from the end of the umbrella? Have you never been to a swap meet, though? <laughs> All carry umbrellas. Why it's did hot. He, why did he raise it into the air right as the Kennedy car drove by? Because he's white. Was he giving it's a that's signal? That's... when he got the most hot. Yeah. It happened at 1240. <laughs> <laughs> it was much less exciting than that. The man with the umbrella was interviewed and claimed to be using it to heckle the president as he saw the umbrella as a sore spot with the Kennedy family due to its association with the British Prime Minister, Neville Chamberlain, who, l- who liked JFK's father, Joseph, Kennedy supported appeasement prior to World War II and appeasement in an international context is diplomatic policy of making political or material concessions to an aggressive power in order to avoid conflict
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I knew all that mm-hmm. I, we're smart enough for that, mm-hmm. we knew
3: this one is my favorite conspiracy um, regarding JFK's assassination, UFO. even though it is completely <laughs> false <laughs> it's a new Ted Cruz's father was somehow involved. Oh,
2: the Zodiac Killer?
3: The Zodiac Killer's (gasps) father was involved. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs)
2: sorry.
3: I got overly excited. I'm so sorry. So, Trump's favorite slander surrounding Ted Cruz is the idea that his father was somehow involved in the JFK assassination.
0: Making biscuits.
2: Oh, that's a good cat. (laughs) Oh, by the way, it's Mr. Muggs. That's the name of the monkey from Jonestown.
0: Oh, I thought that was the cat's name. (laughs) What's the cat's name?
4: Your mic's not working. Whatever Daniel said it was, that's what it is. Mr. Mr. Muggs. Muggs.
3: (laughs) So Trump's favorite slander surrounding Ted Cruz is the idea that Ted Cruz's father was somehow involved with the JFK assassination. Trump continuously makes the claim that Rafael Cruz, <coughs> Cruz's dad, and Oswald were both on the cover of a National Enquirer magazine having lunch together.
2: Why? Trump- I mean, National Enquirer isn't like and super where did they go reliable, for lunch? Right? <laughs> yeah, did they go to like a Panera or
0: <laughs> McAllister's or <are> they at- had?
2: <laughs> Chipotle. They were at a Chipotle, Ugh. sitting on the patio, eating
0: their
3: killers. Bullies. Why Trump believes the National Enquirer to be a reputable source when they have had other covers such as Bigfoot kept Lumberjack as love Slave. I believe it. That's real.
0: Yep. Yeah,
3: and I talked to the guy. shoots and kills 23-pound grasshopper.
1: Without a doubt.
3: Absolutely blows my mind. Very impressive, Farmer. <laughs> the one we will be covering today is the mob and their connection to the government and how it all plays together. So, um, back in 2017, the CIA released a bu- a few documents relating to the JFK assassination inquiry. Out of the 31,000 files that they currently have, they released, I think, a total of 1,100. Um, and one of them was titled wonderful! Oh, title. title. <laughs> <laughs> was titled Mafia and CIA Linked in JFK Murder. Oh. Interesting. It is a news article um, by the National Examiner that was not allowed to be publicated um, but was rather confiscated before publication and the CIA did not allow it to be released. So this is private information that came out uh, 50 years later, around about? Yeah, around 53, 53 years later. Um, and why it was held back, no one knows. I'm just going to read you the main part of it. The popular theory now is that Oswald himself was eliminated to keep his lips sealed. His killer, nightclub operator Jack Ruby, was known to have close associates under... Among underworld figures. Witnesses claim photographs prove that former CIA agents E. Howard Hunt, convicted Watergator, and Frank Sturgis were present when the JFK was slain. All three of those, or both of those people are part of the mob.
0: What does it it take to be qualified as an underworld
3: figure? (laughs) Uh, you have to send your soul over to Hades and go live in the underworld for approximately five years Then you can apply to your residency and get your so Voters do you get- ID card, <clears throat> then you can work your way towards citizenship. Are there any prerequisites? Uh, living there for about five years. You have I'm to win like
1: pre- a Mario uh, Super Smash Brothers tournament <laughs>
3: I can never, okay. Sorry.
0: I'll count that out of my five-year plan. <laughs>
3: also identified in a photo of those nearby the presidential motorcade, was a parolee with a criminal record as long as your arm.
1: Not very long.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's not 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 a very long record.
3: Eugene Hale Brading, with a record dating back to 1934, was allegedly an associate of James the Weasel Fratiano, a well-known mafia figure linked to gang killings, who was then of the Smaldones family of denver you <laughs> know one more time <laughs> small donuts so <laughs> oh, don't Smal- do that
0: small
3: Smaldonis. small donuts small spell it out s m a l d o n e s okay small Smaldonis. small donuts small you got small dones. <laughs> yeah, you are part of the small, small dones family. <laughs> <laughs> See, that sounds more There's appropriate it happen for It happened in Dallas, so we all know that it was part of the small dones family. Yeah, yeah small yeah, dones,
2: yeah.
3: Right. <laughs> I mean, facts. Yeah, <laughs> we figured it out. Of Denver. Mm. In, 19- <laughs> in 1963, Brading was living in Los Angeles on parole at the time. He claimed to be an oil prospector and obtained permission from his parole officer to visit Dallas on a business trip. He was scheduled to be in Dallas for only the day of November 21st, but according to records, he was supposed to be in Houston on November 22nd, the day JFK was shot. Why did he stay in Dallas? because he was there both the 21st and the 22nd, instead of moving on to Houston.
1: Dallas has a lot to offer. Okay. I was going
3: to say the vibes, <laughs> probably. Honestly, yeah. It is known he did visit the offices of a huge oil company on November 21st. Mm-hmm. It was later admitted by Jack Ruby that he visited those same offices on that same day. Wow. Okay. Did they know each other? No. And did they say no. <laughs> did they meet by a prearranged plan? And did they speak of the assassination which was to take place the following day? Ruby told the Warren Commission that he visited the Hunt Oil Company offices on November 21st to get a job for an attractive co-ed named Connie Trammel. Ruby went to visit? Ruby went to visit <laughs> the, the oil field to try and get a job for someone else. Okay. Weird. The... Coed enlisted is one of his exotic dancers mm-hmm. at one of
2: his clubs. Right. One of his strippers. We call them exotic dancers. Come know. on. <laughs> um,
3: the commission did not connect Ruby's visit with uh, Brading until it was noticed that Brading gave a phony name and story when questioned by the fbi just after the shooting this coincidence did not come to light until years later through the efforts of concerned private citizens headed by dallas pharmaceutical salesman al chapman which that name sounds super familiar to me and i cannot
2: al chapman yeah el chapo Uh, that's it (laughs) Right? Yeah. 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 Oh that's, my a, God. that's gotta be yeah. so old. Pharmac- <clears throat> pharmaceutical salesman.
0: <cells>, <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Can you all not put two and two together? Come on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it is now learned that JFK may have incurred the wrath of the CIA and underworld figures because of the touchy Cuban situation at the time, which we will entirely get into. Oof.
2: Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, <that> already hurts. <laughs>
3: The young president allegedly discussed the possible assassination of Cuban um, leader Fidel Castro with a close friend, Senator George A. Smathers of Florida. He absolutely refused to consider the suggestion, although it has now been learned that the CIA had been linked with assassination attempts throughout the Caribbean for years. The com- Caribbean? Yep. The pirates? Pirates of the Caribbean. Nope.
0: <laughs> Keira Knightley.
3: <laughs> oh, it all ties back together. No. <laughs> yes. Keira Knightley
2: killed JFK. She yeah. did. <gasps> and she's and a then clone. then put him on a pirate ship. She's a clone, yeah. Put him on a space pirate ship. So <laughs> he's not dead, he's just... He's gone home. Wait,
3: <laughs> I mean, he was in that <laughs> one TV show, what was it called?
2: JFK was?
3: Yeah. JFK,
2: it's... Uh, clone High. He <laughs> went to Clone High. It all ties together. <laughs> Clone High.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the conversations between JFK and Smathers are allegedly contained in the oral history archives of the Kennedy Library. As I re- recollected, Smathers began. He was throwing out a great barrage of questions. He was certain that it could be accomplished. The question was whether or not it would be. It would accomplish that which he wanted to do. Referring to assassination of various leaders within South America and Cuba. Okay.
1: (laughs) Wonderful presentation.
3: Today we're gonna be covering obviously. Holy shit, JFK, I thought that's what we were doing. What do you mean? (laughs) Is that just a prologue? What the fuck? Absolutely. Oh Oh, my god. The mob and their connection.
0: Wait, who the fuck is JFK?
3: James,
1: (laughs) James, Frank. <laughs>
0: Kirkland. Kirkland. Uh, ah, uh, Kirkland's
3: signature magnet. So let's work through the timeline of events starting
2: with Holy the end. Shit, What How much time do we have? Can we cut it short?
0: We only have 15 minutes left. Kathy. Francie.
4: Franklin. Does, what does the F stand for, Kathy?
0: Frankenstein. I thought. <laughs> <laughs>
4: John Frankenstein Kennedy. (laughs) we
2: really only 15 minutes left?
3: Yeah,
0: there's really only 15 minutes left on this episode, so hurry up. Okay, uh?
3: so as we've discussed before, Jack Ruby was a nightclub owner in Dallas. Jack Ruby is known for shooting Lee Harvey Oswald, who is suspected of fatally shooting JFK, and a police officer before being arrested, but was never formally tried in court. Jack Ruby shot Harvey Oswald on national TV as Oswald was being transported by the police. Jack Ruby was immediately arrested and was tried and sentenced to death. However, he successfully appealed this conviction, but while the new trial date was being set, he died in prison due to lung cancer. Mm-hmm.
0: Huh. Seems convenient. So in
3: 1947, Ruby moved to Dallas, where he and his brothers soon afterwards shortened their surnames from Rubenstein to Ruby. The stated reason for this was that the name Rubenstein was too long and that he was well known as Jack Ruby. Ruby later went on to manage various nightclubs, strip clubs, and dance halls. He developed close ties to many Dallas police officers who frequented his nightclubs, where he provided them with free liquor, prostitutes, and other favors. Ruby never married and had no children.
1: Ruby Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> ruby giuliani
3: um at the time of the assassination ruby was living with a male roommate george senator who referred to ruby <laughs> as <Fake name.
0: laughs> sorry thank <fake name. laughs> <laughs> you he referred to ruby as quote unquote my boyfriend
3: during the warren commission hearing but denied the two being homosexual lovers They're boys who are friends.
1: And they were roommates.
3: Warren Commissioner (laughs) lawyer Bert Griffin later told author Gerald Posner, I'm not sure if Senator was honest with us about his relationship with Ruby. People did not advertise their sexuality in 1963. There was evidence indicating Jack Ruby had been involved in the underworld activities of illegal gambling, narcotics, and prostitution if the evidence I already have laid is not enough. A 1956 FBI report stated that the informant Eileen Curry reported that in January of that year, she moved to Dallas with her boyfriend,
2: James Brain. after jumping Fake jumped- name. <laughs> <laughs> all of these names are fake. I think it's just, like, this white This last people. person, her last name was Curry. Yeah, no, all this is fake. <laughs> it's like, uh, my name's, um, Eileen... looks around the room. Curry. Curry, Curry <laughs> yeah, Curry. My, my boyfriend... James uh,
3: Breen. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Breen told her uh, told uh, that she maybe. Breen told her that he had made connections with a large narcotics setup operating between Texas, Mexico, and the East. At and East. that
1: the Middle
2: East.
3: I I just put East. I don't know New York what I'm referencing
2: new york new york like east coast uh, Arcana. nothing te- east coast <laughs> <laughs> east <US>. texas
3: <laughs> new jersey what it's
2: you just saying? the
3: east
1: oh okay just, yeah. yeah it's just every area east that east of dallas. Dallas.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and that in some fashion james got the okay to operate through jack ruby of dallas former dallas county sheriff steve guthrie told the FBI that he believed Ruby operated some prostitution activities and other vices in his club. Vices! Vices! in Dallas. Dallas disc jockey Kenneth Dowell testified that Ruby was known around the station for procuring women for different people who came into town.
0: He nice. was a pimp. Yes. He was setting up a real-life <laughs>
2: Nice, <laughs> <laughs> including allegedly JFK. Uh-huh. He was a magician. <laughs> he just made women appear, right? Right. My freak. Grace Angel. My Mind Mind freak. <laughs>
3: um, so the FBI did an investigation into Jack Ruby's movements between November twenty-first and November twenty-fourth. And November twenty-first, the Warren Commission attempted to reconstruct Ruby's movements. Um, the commission reported that he was attending to his du- duties as the proprietor of the Carousel Club, located uh, in Dallas and the Vegas <laughs> Club. <Angel>. All right, <laughs> Hi am. <Anne. laughs> you disappeared. Or... My, he's <laughs> <freak. laughs> just gonna pop. he
0: <laughs> disappeared <laughs> in the national <laughs> park. Why did
2: he just disappear? Oh
0: describe? my god.
3: <laughs> um, and the Vegas Club in Dallas. It was said he was there from the early afternoon of November 21st to the early hours of November 22nd. According to the Warren Commission, Ruby was in the second floor advertising offices of Dallas Morning News, five blocks away from the Texas School Book book Depository, which is where Lee Harvey Oswald set up his rifle and shot a bullet into JFK's skull. Yo! That happened? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Ruby was allegedly placing weekly advertisements for his nightclubs when he learned of the assassination around 12.45 p.m. Ruby then made phone calls to his assistant at the Carousel Club and to his sister. The commission stated that the employee of the Dallas Morning News estimated that Ruby left the newspaper's office around 1.30 p.m., but indicated that other testimony suggested he may have left even earlier. According to the Warren Commission, Ruby arrived back at the Carousel Club shortly before 1:45 p.m. to notify notify employees that the club would be closing that evening. In his Not-a-flair. book, <laughs> <laughs> in the book or in his book, Crossfire, the plot that killed J- Kennedy, Jim Mars records the offer observations of numerous witnesses who reported seeing Ruby at pivotal points before, during, and after the assassination, but whose testimony was not heard by the Warren Commission. Very interesting story, please. Uh, Thank you so much great for job. You're doing great, 20. My throat got scratchy needed a drink. I get it. I get it. Uh, We've Ruby- all been
0: there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> ruby was seen driving a pickup on elm street uh from which a man carrying a rifle disembarked from the back of the truck uh, okay. okay that's our guy <laughs> and headed towards the grassy knoll a short time before 11 a.m photographed standing in front of the texas school bank depository immediately after the last gunshot seen sitting in the texas theater uh, that's uh, he was located in a photograph there Um, he was also seen sitting in the Texas Theater during the arrest of Oswald and seen at Parkland Hospital at the time of the public announcement of Kennedy's death. While Ruby claimed he was busy in office of the Dallas Morning News working on an ad for his nightclub from 11 a.m. until well after the assassination had taken place, a reporter told the FBI that Ruby miss was missed for a period of about 20 to 25 minutes before being seen in the office again after the assassination
0: well, i only takes about a lunch break to kill somebody you know
3: <laughs> i mean i all, know when all you have to do is run five <laughs> what Not
2: <Nothing. laughs> <anymore>. carry on <laughs>
3: Don't worry about it when all you have to do is run five blocks you know you can get through it really quick Um, Ruby was seen in the halls of the Dallas Police Headquarters on several occasions after Oswald's arrest on November 22nd, 1963. And newsreel footage from WFAA-TV in Dallas and NBC shows that Ruby impersonated a newspaper reporter during a press conference at a Dallas Police Headquarters that night. It was already...
1: You have eight minutes left, brother. eight minutes left.
0: Jesus so this is Christ. A too long episode.
3: <laughs> um, it was already established that Jack Ruby had multiple connections with the mob, um, due to his previous illegal activities. Um, and he was watching, if not assisting Lee Harvey Oswald in the assassination, assassination of JFK. I'm doing a quick summary. Um, they, believe. Many conspirators believe that Oswald was a pawn of the mob. He was not mentally sane due to previous psychotic breaks and other crimes that he was dismissed on due to
2: mental health. Didn't he literally say, I'm a patsy? Yes.
0: Okay. Probably we all know.
3: However, uh, Oswald was also identified meeting with various KGB officers before the assassination attempt, as well as about an hour before JFK was assassinated, somebody had called a local London news station, um basically saying, call the U.S. Embassy and then about an hour went by, they didn't look into it at all because it's just a random anonymous phone call And the announcement came out that JFK was just assassinated.
0: Wow. Um, That's crazy how phones work. They
3: (laughs) analyzed the recordings of the phone line uh, to find out who it was. And the people familiar with Lee Harvey Oswald said that it was, in fact, him. The voices matched up based on their own um, recollection of it. Crazy. Crazy. Lee Harvey Oswald and Jack Ruby had met a series of times before then based on uh, Lee Harvey attending various nightclubs that Jack Ruby owned, as well as searching for private dancers from Jack Ruby's personal private dancers.
0: Um well, yeah, I have some of those. <coughs> how many? At least several. Moving on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> in other cia documents that were released uh, relating to jfk um it came out that the cia wanted to use the mafia to take out castro and that after oswald was killed by a texas nightclub owner jack ruby the fbi began looking for a specific stripper by the name Dancer. TV. no this is straight from Diamond. the title
2: wait let's guess call our name. dancers
1: uh in furnace.
2: In <laughs> <Boner Furnace>. garage,
3: Stormy <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. Daniel <It's time. laughs> Close, Kitty. Oh. Um, it was also <laughs> said that after JFK's death, uh, JFK's brother um, basically started taking the blame for it as he was a lead prosecutor in arresting various mafia members and persecuting them. Okay. Um, they had originally planned on putting a hit out on Castro using the mafia as a link between Cuba and the U.S. to get this assassination over with. So that way they could reopen casinos in Cuba that were U.S. owned and the mafia owned a large portion of the casinos over there. JFK, uh, the reason JFK was specifically targeted was not only because of his brother's business dealings with persecuting the mafia as well as CIA attempts to take out Castro, but he was targeted because he was specifically trying to shut down all of the attempts being made. Um, He frequently pardoned various mafia members Or, I'm sorry, he frequently pardoned many of the judges who were also implicit in the crimes with the mafia members that his brother was prosecuting, as well as various KGB officers that came out during the same time. Okay. And that's how they're all linked.
1: So what you're telling me is that there was a single shooter on the (laughs) grassy (laughs) knoll.
2: Yep. It was umbrella man.
0: (laughs) So they got <laughs> to my, the Umbrella Academy killed him because he wanted the mafia out.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this was Jack Ruby's monkey ultimate promotion for his nightclub. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. That's, that's why he <laughs> was putting out an advertisement <laughs> at the exact same time. It's
4: exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Together. To Blaze, what, what's, your, what's Yo. your actual opinion? Like, after doing all your research, and <clears throat> I'm sure this isn't the first time, like, where, where do you actually stand?
3: So where I actually stand on it is I do actually think the mob had him killed, but I don't think it was the mob alone. I think it was also various operatives within the government as well as foreign governments all working together to both cover up the assassination and... Sorry, I have a theory.
0: Okay. Y'all seen Suicide Squad. (laughs)
3: I'm okay, so glad uh, right my here. emotional support animal with me today. <laughs> um, the various operatives from foreign governments coming together to basically conclude on it, it may not have all been working together. However, all of their plans just happened to coincide at the same time. Like, that immediately, you think, you think,
4: Is it just Oswald shooting? Are there other shooters?
3: I definitely think it was just Oswald shooting, but I don't think he set himself up for it. He was definitely a pawn uh, played for by someone else. Um, Oswald came... The entire reason for him being shot was by Jack Ruby, uh, was to keep his mouth shut and not let out any information. I also think it's very curious that Jack Ruby, before he went and killed Lee Harvey Oswald, did a wire transfer to one of his private dancers and then immediately walked into the police station and
4: shot Lee Harvey Oswald. Was that private dancer tied to anything or do you think just like
3: the private dancer was Kitty, which is who the FBI has been searching for and cannot find. Because she went to a national park and disappeared. Uh-huh. Oh! It's alleged that she was also a KGB operative or part of the mafia yes. and escaped immediately afterwards.
0: Yes. After she went to a national park. You ever seen that movie? What's it with uh, Angelina Jolie? Salt. 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 Yeah. Monkey in that?
2: That's it. Never seen it. Is there a monkey
0: uh-huh. in that movie? Uh,
2: there should be.
0: There should be. We should rewrite it. We should just edit. <laughs>
2: She the director's just has cut. a monkey on her arm the entire time. It, it is, is Angelina Jolie.
0: The director's cut has Set the monkey in it, but they didn't want to make it Lit. too obvious. No, that is wanted.
4: wanted.
3: Which is also
0: an amazing movie. Which I also get mixed up. I never
4: watched time. it, I just figured like they somebody came up with an idea of kinda like throwing a gun like you <laughs> the ball, and then like the bullet spins and they made a movie about it. That was
3: the <laughs> yeah. uh, first movie I ever saw with like a sexual content scene. In it? That was the first one? Mine was yeah. Yikes. Wow. Yours What's was tit- what? Titanic. Uh, uh, yeah, that uh. makes
0: sense. Yeah. Huh. Because you hear boobies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Painting like one of your friends
2: here. <laughs> 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 Is that how <laughs> when She aggressively pulled her shirt down she wanted she wanted to, to, to show how now draw it. Draw the like,
0: nipple.
2: Just <laughs> <to> the nipple. <laughs> oh, shit. Throw the shirt. That's it. <laughs> Very interesting stuff, Blaze. Good job. we yes. have more time for. It. Uh, yeah. A shit ton more to uncover. Um, last podcast did, like, I think it was like a six episode, episode series, and yeah. they also didn't cover everything.
0: My there's theory. a lot of
2: shit that involves Marilyn Monroe, there's yep. a lot of shit that involves the coup in Cuba. The I wasn't lying th-
0: when I said we could do a 22-part series yeah. about what we were talking, today.
2: There's, um, talking about today. There's all of the <laughs> failed assassination <Talking> attempts <laughs> on Fidel Castro. It's so much. It's this a very was not the first heavy time. series to do. This
3: was not the first time somebody attempted JFK's life either. It's a lot. Okay, we had to lot.
2: cut it short. So if anybody's listening and knows a lot more about it, Should
4: we do another episode eventually? Maybe, I don't know. Also, we apologize for bullshitting through all this. Because I'll say, I've I've gone really deep into it. Like, I've got two bookcase shelves of just JFK. Some of it's like JFK, Robert Kennedy, just like general books, and then there's assassination ones. I'll say, I have flipped. I'm now in the camp that does believe he just acted completely alone, and it was just a a thing of circumstance. But I will say, like... um, the conspiracy stuff is what got me really interested in history and all of that. Like, it's a very fascinating road to to go down, and you can very easily get lost down it.
2: It's like one of those YouTube calls where you end up watching five minute crafts
0: <laughs> or restoration videos. Exactly.
3: <laughs> it's definitely a lot of fun to get into it, but you definitely cannot get too deep because if you dive w- like way too deep into the whole Robert Kennedy side, you become a QAnon. I was going to say
2: the same thing. Anything with conspiracy, if there's any sort of, like, clues left on, un, like, unsolved or anything, there's so much space to end up becoming one of those, like, super crazy Alex Jones-type people. I just well,
0: want to be Nicolas Cage
2: <laughs> in
0: <the laughs> National Treasure. Okay, that's
2: it. Well, like, you're, you're going to have on... to be in a shit ton of debt to be Nicolas Cage.
3: Oh. QAnon, You're there. there. <laughs> <laughs> QAnon specifically is based on Robert Kennedy.
4: I I, I found move. I had to yeah. step away. Like I definitely did. I got to a point where I um I was getting too involved, <laughs> like just too concerned about it for my own kind of like mental health and probably physical health. Like I just had to cut myself away from just like being obsessive about both JFK and Robert's assassination. And I think like maybe the Robert thing was more about like I um like I do legitimately feel like this country could be a, con- a considerably different place today. That if he was one of our presidents, you know, and I think that was the part where I was, oh gosh, I got to step away from this depressing, <laughs> you know, and then kind of revisited it a few years after that. But it's a, yeah, it's a very dangerous rabbit hole to go down.
0: The thing about
3: diving into conspiracies for me at least is I have to do them just for fun. Yeah. If they go anywhere beyond that, I cannot do it yeah. anymore because at that point, then I, it's going to affect how I actually view everything, and I can't. I just cannot allow that to happen to The problem
2: with uh, conspiracy theory is that if you go like far enough down the rabbit hole in some of them, it always ends up being some sort of anti-Semitic, mm-hmm. globalist okay. conspiracy bullshit, and it's that's very Like dangerous. the lizard <laughs> people? Yes. And if
4: you get <laughs> just a little bit further, you realize who killed Paul Walker. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Paul Walker is <killed> going Paul. Walker. <laughs>
1: exactly. Can I just say like, I can just like imagine Ian with like a full beard
3: just slamming <laughs> coffees in, in like a basement. He's like, I know too much. Could I'm, like, you string. imagine Ian wearing like a Pepe shirt?
2: Like a fucking rally. <laughs> just like Kim on the other side of the door like, hey Ian. I, are you okay? And he's like, there's other things to be uncovered, and he has a f- uh, full like corkboard with yarn all <laughs> over the place. Literally, while
3: I was doing my research for this at episode i was watching a youtube video of somebody interviewing people at the past q rally where they were protesting at netflix and oh, cns while i was recording or while i was doing my research and i was like god these people are so <laughs> fucked up <laughs> anyway so the mob. anyway <laughs> back to my clerk board
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's all we have this episode there's a shit ton more to uncover but next week will be different
0: Next week is... Paranormal. 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 Yes, paranormal.
4: Yeah,
3: buddy. Oh, shit. So are we like... We'll have to talk about those after We're so halfway out. through
4: yeah. Suck mites over. Just FYI.
0: Halfway! Yeah. over! <laughs> I feel like I can't even enjoy
4: September right now.
0: Ugh, Why? I'm, well, I'm so stressed and depressed and just can't be blessed, you know?
3: Holy <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Damn, God. she's been fired. <laughs> Honestly, I woke up at 6 a.m. just to
2: write this because I'm so stressed I... out about everything else right now. Me and Maya both had dreams, uh, apparently. When <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we haven't done our research, <laughs> I gotta wake up and do this shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had that same dream, but it was real life, and I just—I like, <laughs> don't know. I can't muster the energy. To decide, eight you know. o'clock at night,
4: and then just started recording. Yeah, yeah you just your own part pretending everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: so just sad. Anyway,
1: <laughs> <at> <laughs> thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Vacuous Podcast, episode eighty nine. Did you have fun? I did
0: have fun. Did you? did you have fun? I had
4: a lot of fun. Did you have fun? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah.
0: This is episode 90, bro. <laughs> did, did, you have- anyway. yeah. did you have fun? Yeah, <laughs> <All> i <right.
3: laughs> No.
0: I struggled a little bit, but yeah, you know, we, we made it through.
3: Is it because of just technical difficulties, or was it like the stories were boring? Come on, be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the time for feedback.
0: Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: So thanks. For listening to episode 90, actually. Tweet us. what's your favorite conspiracy theory to listen to. You can tweet us at vacuous pictures, or you can tweet us personally, mindset vacuous naya.
0: I'm at vacuous Kathy.
2: I'm at vacuous moose. I'm at white underscore blaze. Yeah, and just no plug for you. <laughs>
1: nah. <laughs> so thanks very Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.